0: Hey guys and welcome back to the Harping On Podcast. I'm Harper Serkum and this week I'm joined by a guy who is bound to be a first round pick, Josh Goda. Josh played his footy at the Sunbury Lions, NAB League footy with Calder Cannons, VFL Fell with Essendon and also plays for Vic Metro. This week we chat about changing positions, taking hangers, overcoming injuries and much more. So let's get started. Uh, g'day mate. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: good. Thanks, mate. Um, so I guess I wanted to start. Uh, where I usually like to start, just go through, um, your career to date. So you were at the Sunbury Lions, I'm pretty sure. Um, as a junior.
1: Yeah. So started through the juniors at Sunbury Lions and went through the through the ranks there, and then um, yeah, played footy there all juniors and played a bit of senior footy this year, which was pretty good. So so been in the line my whole life, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then at your time there you were uh you're a forward uh I'm pretty sure like you 40 goals in a season as a junior, which is huge. Um so you've played most of your junior footy up forward?
1: Yeah, so junior footy I've always been a full forward center forward type player. And then sort of going into that Calder Cannons type of program, they sort of produced me into like sort of a midfielder so that was sort of been a bit of a learning curve in the recent years to play midfield so so yeah it's been good for my development personally so it's been good
0: yeah and then on that mid on the um playing midfield now I also heard you say in another interview that you're really comfortable across the back line um where do you like playing your footy nowadays
1: yeah so obviously midfield's a bit new to me and I um, feel like I'm developing pretty well in there so in future I want to be able to be a be a midfielder personally I, but at the moment I feel feel really confident down back at half back and able to use all my strengths and stuff down there which is good but personally I want to be able to develop midfield more and work more on my my um skills in there yeah and then is there any what do you reckon your strengths are
0: that uh, that is good that suits the midfield better than the half back line or the forward line personally
1: yeah, probably my my athleticism in the midfield. Probably the way I can probably use my speed and stuff out of a stoppage and my break breakaway sort of pace, as well as like my evasiveness and stuff, breaking tackles and all that sort of stuff. So, so yeah, I feel like I can bring a bring a few things into the midfield. Yeah,
0: yeah, of course you're obviously very athletic with the um, the combine earlier this year. They're um, br- getting the highest um, vertical leap from a standstill. I'm pretty sure, and then maybe like the top the second highest from a from a run,
1: yeah, yeah, it was um pretty good to see the results I got that was a bit of a shock, but from the first year that I did it when I was bottom age under eighteens to now it's um gone up a fair bit, so yeah it was pretty good to see the results from that, so I was pretty stoked
0: yeah, that's huge um and then I was just wanting to go back maybe the under sixteens kind of that you do with um, Vic Metro um did, did where were you playing for that tournament
1: yeah, so that was probably where I did develop that sort of half-back role. So that was the first time I've ever ever really played down back. So they sort of developed that play down back there. And that was probably really good for me personally. And to be around those boys was really good experience.
0: Yeah, Metro obviously did very well um, that tournament. Yeah, and more on that experience, that would have been awesome going up to Gold Coast uh, with the whole team.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was awesome to be just with all the boys pretty much got the same interests as, as all the boys around you. So you're all just in a hotel normally the whole team's in one apartment just just joking around and doing some stuff so yeah it's pretty pretty good experience but yeah just to be able to sort of have that professional side for a week of football living that sort of lifestyle was really good and you obviously learn a lot from it so so it was really good personally yeah
0: yeah and then um you're obviously uh still at school this year as um most uh of the potential draft days are. how are you finding that
1: balance between footy and school Just making sure that I've got a good balance between um footy and school at the moment. At the moment, sorry, um yeah. So it's just making sure that I can balance it properly because obviously in lockdown it's a bit tough because you've got no teachers around you and you've got no training as well. So you're gonna have to do everything by yourself. But yeah, I've got programs that I need to do from from the coaches and stuff. So I've just been making sure to stick to that as well as making sure I'm staying on top of schoolwork.
0: Yeah, do you find it hard to keep yourself um to keep yourself motivated, like knowing that you're well, it's a very very high chance that you're going to be drafted at the end of the year, and still having to do your homework, do your study, all the tough stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's definitely days where where the motivation's lower than than it normally is, but to to have how close you are at the moment to be having that dream come true that that I've had for so long, and. Obviously, being invited to the combine, that's probably added a bit of extra motivation to it to make sure that I'm just getting my training done. So there's ways that I, I find motivation. So so I feel like I'm doing pretty well with it.
0: What are, what are some of those ways that you, you help you find motivation?
1: Yeah, so obviously, as as I said, the combine obviously got motivation from um, from that as well as just the people around. you. they have, obviously offer motivation? family obviously try to help me out when they can and all that sort of stuff so it's all, all the people around you and just finding little things that could get you motivated yeah and then
0: uh, one of the things that maybe um hurt a bit for your motivation and stuff at the start of last year I think you've got ankle surgery if I'm not uh if I'm not mistaken at the start of last year um,
1: yeah I, I just I didn't need surgery luckily only just but yeah I was in in a moon boot for a lengthy time I think it was about 10 weeks in a moon boot so that was pretty tough on me, especially getting thrown into lockdown and no one really knew at that time what was going on with COVID. So yeah, it was pretty tough. Probably had a big impact on me personally with um my training and stuff. So it was 10 weeks in the moon boot and I think it was around four weeks of rehab with no running. So I was just trying to find little ways. Luckily enough, we've got a bit of a gym set up here at home. So I was able to still do like upper body sort of stuff. But Yeah, I was riding the bike around in the moon boot just trying to stay fit, doing whatever I could, but obviously it gets a bit tough. So, yeah, it was a bit of a curveball, but yeah, got through it now.
0: Yeah, so coming back from that ankle injury, um, you've been able to uh, string together a few games for Calder, which must have been good?
1: Yeah, so obviously didn't get to play last year, so to be around the boys this year was um, really good. Obviously, I think we played around eight games, so, so it was really good to get a couple of wins on the board. There was a couple of close ones that we probably could have won but yeah just what we had down at Calder with all the boys it was really good to be around that sort of sort of culture down there so so yeah it was always a good time down there.
0: And then playing in the Nubblew you've obviously taken some massive hangers we talked about your vertical leap before I'll put um a couple of pictures up of those on the Instagram there is that something you love doing like how do you do it?
1: (laughs) Yeah so um I don't know I feel like Naturally, it's just always come to me pretty naturally to just fly for marks when I can. So obviously, naturally having that sort of jump that I do have, I've just been able to fly for sort of those type of marks. So it's always good to, to take one, but yeah, they're not always there. So it's pretty rare, especially especially that video that people have got. Yeah, you'd love to see that sort of stuff, but yeah, it's not too bad.
0: Um, so that's uh, one of the things you love doing. Are there any other things on the footy field that you you really enjoy uh, you really enjoy doing?
1: Yeah, so obviously it's pretty good when you hear that final siren going and you're, you're up on the scoreboard. So obviously winning is really good feeling on the footy field as well as just getting around the boys on the footy field. There's no better feeling than that.
0: Yeah, and um, is there anything coming this year in particular that really tried to add to your game? Some um something you've tried to adjust within your game?
1: Yeah, so obviously. As we, as I mentioned before, this is probably the first year midfield's been my main position. So it's just things that I need to work on was like running patterns and that sort of stuff as well as like spreading from the contest. So it was a bit of a learning curve for me to get used to that. But coaches down at Calder were a massive help for me. So that sort of improved throughout the year and obviously still still room for improvement there. So it's just something that I'll gradually be working on.
0: And um, experience such as like, playing um the Vic Metro-Vic Country game earlier this year and playing for um Essendon's VFL team as well. That must have helped teams for the learning part of things.
1: Yeah, so that four-week break where we did have no NAB League, where it was like in a recess, sort of went back to local, played senior footy down there. So that was really good to sort of play against those bigger bodies and develop from them. So that was a really good experience for me as well as through that time I was training down at Essendon VFL. So to be around that environment, that professionalism down there was really good and the boys down there were really helpful and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, and to play a game was massive. So it was a really good experience for me personally. I feel like I developed a lot more from that um, sort of aspect of playing against those older boys.
0: Yeah, if there, ha- if there has been one, um, if, well, not even a big knock, but just a, a knock in your game, it might have been your skills coming into the draft. Is that something else you've been working on?
1: Yeah, so it's always always been a, something that you skills. Are always something that you can always get better. I think so. Yeah, it has been something I've been working on. There's been games where I've I've um had really good skills, and there's been games where they've been pretty poor. It's just I know I've probably got the skills there. It's just making sure that it's consistent for me, and I could I do it um week in week out. So yeah, just getting consistent with it.
0: Yeah, and then earlier this week, um, you must have seen, of course, that they're. Every, all uh, junior footy and local footy has been scrapped for the rest of the year. How is that? How do you reckon that's going to impact you um, coming towards the draft?
1: Yeah, um, obviously it's going to impact you in a way because you're not playing footy. But I feel like we've had enough games to sort of sort of prove ourselves this year. We we're lucky to play some footy, unlike last year where boys were going into the draft probably not knowing what was going to happen. So at least we got some footy. So. The recruiters do have something to look off, so I feel like I'm pretty happy with how the seasons went for me personally, and um, yeah, we'll just see how it goes in the end of the year, and fingers crossed it works out. Yeah,
0: no, I'm sure you'll uh, sure you'll be fine, mate, for sure. Um, uh, is there anyone in the AFL that you try and um, that try and base your game off, get bits of your game from different players?
1: Yeah, there's there's people like probably the way Christian Petrarca sort of is in the midfield, the way he is explosive when he has bow and head and that sort of stuff out of the stoppage and his evasiveness and being able to break tackles and all that sort of stuff. You always look at him and try to take things out of his game. And also like the way um, probably Bond is how he's just so composed and the way he uses his skills by foot and stuff inside 50. You try to always sort of look at him because obviously they're probably the two, two biggest names sort of in footy at the moment. So, yeah, you can always, there's a range of people that you look at, but yeah, they're probably the two main ones.
0: Yeah, and then going back to your position there, especially Bontempalli, he's a, a tall guy as well, like yourself, 190 centimetres plus. Um, is is that a thing that you think is really valuable to you? You can play throughout all different, uh, throughout the whole ground?
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's something that's probably a bit of a plus for me personally. So luckily I've been blessed with a bit of height, so so I feel like if I can develop that midfield sort of, sort of um, way of the game would be really good for me. So being able to play those three positions throughout the game is probably one of the strengths that I do have, yeah.
0: And if you're looking back at a game for colder or local footy or anything this year, do you think, well, wow, that, that was pretty much my best game of the year? What do you reckon that one is um, this year?
1: Yeah, so I think it was the first game that they they chucked me down back this year against Long Falcons. I. I was went into it a bit unknown because I hadn't played probably back at that level ever before. The last time I'd played back before that game was probably in under sixteens in the Metro tournament. So it's probably been a year and a half or two years since I'd played backline. So I was sort of going into it not really sure of what I was what I was expecting. So yeah, I feel like I just backed myself in for most of the game. It was probably probably went out of it thinking it was my best game of the year. So yeah, I was pretty pleased with that.
0: Yeah, you smash. I've got your stats here for that one. 33 touches, seven marks, five rebound 50s. Huge game mate.
1: Yeah, so yeah, it was pretty pretty good, yeah.
0: Um and just a couple of little ones just on the AFL mate uh before we before we wrap it up. Um I had a who do you reckon your Brownlow favorite is um so far?
1: Yeah, Brownlow favorite. Um I'd have to I want to say I reckon Ollie Wines, but yeah, it's either out of Clayton Oliver or no Ollie Wines, I reckon I think Bond got the MVP, but I feel like those two those two will have it in their hands at the, at the end of the night.
0: Yeah, I think so. And then uh, also today, I'm not sure if you've seen um, the AFL Grand Finals at, or Twilight for, in, for Perth and uh, Nighttime here. What, do, what are your takes on that? What do you, what's your take on that?
1: Yeah, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Nighttime games. Like for a Grand Final, I feel like it should be like a one or two o'clock game, but that's their decision. They've made it. So what can you do?
0: exactly i agree with you um wholeheartedly mate for sure well um thanks heaps for having a chat with me today i really have appreciate i really do appreciate it and best of luck for the end of the season thanks for that mate thank you thanks heaps for listening to this episode of the harping on podcast i hope you enjoyed make sure to go over to the instagram at harping on underscore give it a follow and leave me some feedback and also give us a follow on the tiktok as well at harping.on thanks heaps see you next time